also like you to get back to me, if you don't mind, to explain the disparity in REO rates. Do you know what an REO is? An Oreo? R, no, not an Oreo. Uh, uh, an R-E-O, R-E-O. Real estate? What's the O stand for? E-organization? Owned, real estate owned. That's what happens when a property goes to foreclosure. We call it an REO. Mm -hmm. And FHA loans have much higher REOs. That is, they go to foreclosure rather than to loss mitigation or to non-foreclosure alternatives like short sales than comparable loans at the GSEs. So I'd like to know why we're having more foreclosures that end in people losing their homes with stains to their credit and disruption to their communities and their neighborhoods at FHA yeah. than we are at the GSEs. Hey, look, it was chasing me. I wish this shit would get the fuck away from me. Angry, I've been crazy, hella anxious, so don't play with me. Unfaithfully, a bitch will call you baby and ain't paid to me. Aimlessly, I pace around faded. Ain't a thing to me, who changing me? My last bitch tried cause she hated me. Skated cause I made it, she can't take it that I'm basically famous. The space is for the greatest, who gon' take it? Ain't no vacancy. Blatantly, I'm everything they hate to see. This bang to me, you gotta have some money just to hang with me. You crazy if you ever think these motherfuckers fading me. This raging me is taking me to places I ain't. Ain't to be, ain't trying to be gangster, but it's hard to see our energy. Can't wait to see my niggas all skating the Mercedes. We ain't lazy, and everywhere I go, they gotta pay me. Don't betray me, end up in the grave for trying to play me. ADHD, I ain't got no patience, don't delay me. It's been all good lately, I look all good daily. Wake up all wavy, everything is all gravy. They can't break me, I'm a real nigga, don't mistake me, who can take me? Everything for sure without a maybe. The way they be saying my name is amazing. They snakes, they can't take it, they hate that brand new by Triz called Killzone off of the brand new album, The Basement Side B. It is the sequel to The Attic Side A. It's available on Apple Music, Spotify, and Google Play. Triz is straight out of LA. I've talked about him briefly here and there before. He has collab albums with Chewy. I talked about Chewy here and there too. Uh, their collab albums are called America's Most Blunted. There's three of them now. Go check them out. Pretty dope. Um, I'll get more into Triz later on because I don't play a lot. So I think I'm a, I'll, I'll take an episode, I guess, maybe next week or somewhere in the near future where I just play nothing but songs from America's Most Blunted. But anyway, uh, what's going on, everybody? I'm back once again with a brand new episode. It's the one and only host of the Social Introvert Podcast, Sid Davis, episode 129. It feels like forever since, you know, I started the 120s. I've been in the 120s, I swear, for like an eternity. I'm ready to be out of it. But anyway, you can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play, and now YouTube. Check out the Social Introvert TV on YouTube. Still... You know, working out some things, trying to get the shit together, trying to get this whole channel started. Um, I'm planning on trying to have two different channels. I think when I get into the groove of things, it'll work out. But for now, I'm going to just focus on the Social Introvert TV. Other than that, shout out to you YouTube content creators that have like two to three YouTube channels. I don't know how y'all do it. I sat there and I'm like, man, that, you know, that shit looks kind of easy to do, but... I'm sitting back now and I'm like, these guys and these and these these girls, because uh, there's a lot of these female YouTube content creators are awesome. I love them. But anyway, a lot of them are editing their own shit. They're just 
they're doing it all on their own and i gotta give it up to them because i thought this shit would be easy so i was like you know what let me go ahead and get started and then i sat down after a few hours and i'm like maybe i'll just focus on the social introvert tv for now fuck the other channel <laughs> but uh anyway so this morning i woke up to ben carson getting grilled by congress specifically katie porter republican and it was some of the funniest shit in the world like i didn't really i just wanted to see what everybody was talking about but he misunderstood what she said she said something about reos which means real estate owned and he, he says oreos like one thing ben carson had looked like he just woken up like he's he was in the middle of still trying to wake up he looked like he was rushing out of the house uh and still trying to recoup and get his thoughts together and he didn't have enough time so he just rushed over to have his meeting with congress or he was just high i don't know what the fuck happened like this dude just he looked like he was out of it anyway and speaking of him looking like he was struggling to wake up there was so many people like politicians and even you know the public chimed into on twitter and it's like yo is he like fully awake or is like is is he still sleepy what's wrong with this nigga like it was some of the funniest shit in the world now i don't really care for ben carson i don't like ben carson whatsoever but to see him just get grilled and flamed on twitter was great great start to a morning um oreo even chimed in i'm trying to find the damn tweet just give me a second let me see something here this is actually an article from Seattle PI. Um, it says, hours after the hearing ended, Carson tweeted a photo of package of a package of Oreos next to a note thanking Porter for participating in the hearing with the caption, O-R-E-O, thanks at Republican Katie Porter, enjoying a few post-hearing snacks, sending some your way. Porter said in an interview with CNN on Tuesday night, that Carson did, in fact, send cookies to her office. He actually sent a family-sized box of double-stuffed Oreos to our office, Porter said. And while I was pleased to receive correspondence from him, what I'm really looking for is answers. Carson appeared before the House Financial Services Committee for more than three hours, fielding questions on housing policies. Several times he stumbled as Democrats, especially the women on the committee, tried to poke holes in his knowledge of the agency he runs. <laughs> Republican Joyce Beatty asked him if he was familiar with OMW with who Carson asked OMW the congresswoman repeated I am on my way the secretary replied the acronym stands for Office of Minority and Women Inclusion Beatty wanted to know whether HUD had such an office and whether he worked with its director of course we have an office Carson trailed off. OMW, the Congresswoman. <laughs> what the fuck? The Congresswoman repeated. Except HUD doesn't have it, OMW. Instead, it has an Office of Diversity and Inclusion, which performs a similar function. Either way, Carson couldn't name the director of that office. Then, near the end of the hearing, freshman Republican Ayanna Presley shited oh yes yeah, shited carson in the trump administration for failing to improve 
conditions in low-income housing during a lightning round in which Presley wanted yes or no answers to her questions. Carson failed to provide them. During one particularly contentious moment, Carson said, reclaiming my time. <laughs> you don't get to do that, Presley retorted. Presley then asked Carson if he would allow his grandmother to live in public housing under his watch. It would be very nice if you could stop, Carson trailed off, and Presley, and Presley's time expired. Wow. Um, this whole thing is like in shambles. Like, like I said, it... It just seems like a bunch of fucking horse playing, just like a circus show with these politicians. And like I said before, or I don't think I've ever stated this. I, yeah, I don't think I've ever quite stated my dislike for politicians, period. Whether it be Democrats or Republicans, I don't even care if you're independent. I don't like you. I like none of them. Whether you're left, right, alt-right, um extreme left socialist i don't like none of y'all always disliked y'all it just looks like a fucking circus like and i always thought it was a way to keep you know us the american people just arguing and bickering back and forth with one another and nothing gets solved at the end of the day that's what i think it is or what's going on or what they're trying to do that's all I think it was like one time he had said some dumb shit about Obama, like something about being more hood than Obama and Obama was raised in Chicago. some wild shit. I don't know, but I never care for Ben Carson. The dude is just a fucking idiot, especially while just watching him during the last presidential race. Like this dude is a fucking clown. But anyway, I'm off of that. It was funny while it lasted. I'm off of it. <laughs> but yeah anyway uh let me see so a couple weeks ago i talked about willie the kid and he had dropped a new project called city lights with producer dus pretty damn good project and i said that willie the kid has come a long way he's been around since the early 2000s he's gotten a lot better with his songwriting song structure everything features complete verses but anyway this track right here I really like a lot. It's called Lord Have Mercy. Check it out. Lord have mercy, I'm so merciless. 22's in the purse of a bad bitch. Life's a bitch and the queen too. It's complex if you see it through. We throwing pity parties, we throwing shots back. Chick cities bounce on the sea, dude. Purplish weed blue, a new purpose. Never accidental, I do on purpose. Customize everything, my name is Kirsten. Willie, I curve your girl like a girdle do. I jump hurdles for the money, I encourage you. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. I belong in this Louis Vuitton. Lord have mercy, another lost soul, sip of champagne, sip of champagne. 
Lord have mercy. Sipping champagne on my campaign. Fly chicks with my last name. My name ring like a church bell. Repel jealousy easy. You niggas look measly. I spread like measles. Money like mumps. I'm bumping new shit. In the coupe with my new bitch. A bunch of nothing. Got your panties in the bunch. I'm at brunch lunching. Legal smoke in my lungs. A nigga trying to function. Non-fiction. I'm fixated. I'm foreign cars with the cribs gated. God forgive us all. Got a ball by any means. My enemies close. Keep my toast on me. I toast with the homies. Salute. I'm a real dude. Never thirsty. But get the money firstly. Once again, that's Lord Have Mercy by Willie the Kid off of his brand new project, City Lights. It's available on datpiff.com, Apple Music, and Spotify. So, I have a few friends that I know personally that always go to private screenings, advanced screenings. They get invited sometimes or they just, you know, they go ahead, get a ticket and just go. Uh, they go. They reserve it as early as possible because these seats do fill up and it gets crowded and they have to end up kicking people out. I only started going recently. I got invited to a private screening to see Alita Battle Angel. And the movie is El Fuego. If you have not seen Alita Battle Angel, check it out. I'm pretty sure you can download the motherfucker for free. Um, <laughs> that's terrible to say. But anyway, uh, amazing movie. Uh, shout out to Robert Rodriguez for giving a damn while making that movie. That's one of my favorite anime mangas. So I was proud. But so I talked to them and they got to see Aladdin. The live action version. And uh, <laughs> the reviews have not been good. Uh, well, from their perspective, they just said it wasn't that satisfying. Even with them trying to add in the song and dance numbers that were, you know, kind of like the animated version. They said that didn't even work. Uh, they said Will Smith as Genie was pretty charismatic and cool but it was kind of hard to get over the fact you know robin williams did do the voice for genie which me i've complained like get over it robin williams is gone and i'm pretty sure if he was still alive they would have had no issue in grabbing him to do this live action adaption of aladdin and my biggest concern though i was like well shit gilbert Gottfried is still alive he can do the voice for iago and Gilbert Godfrey is not even in the movie. So I was like, oh, fuck. So I'm already uninterested to see this movie. Uh, I saw who was playing Jafar a couple months ago. Wasn't pleased by it at all. So I was kind of out of it. And they said um, everything is just like the magic of what we saw in the animated film. You would think if they're doing this live action film. It would be more grand and just bigger and larger than life. And it was just basic. And it just like, I don't know. I'm debating if I should still see it. Honestly, I'm more excited to see Godzilla King of the Monsters. Like that shit look kind of fucking fire. I'm not going to front. I like Godzilla. But when I look back, well, I'll get into that in a minute. Fuck that. Uh, but anyway, I don't know about Aladdin. I'm a little worried. And my thing about live action Disney remakes, I have a huge problem with them. Some of them, they're okay. They're eh, kind of iffy. My thing with this is with the animated film, 
what it does differently is like Lion King and Snow White, Fox and a Hound, all of this shit. They look very bright and colorful and just just larger than life. Like it's a whole different type of world that you can just get lost into when they do these live action remakes. Uh, the color palette in these films just look flat and just dead and they're not colorful. They're not larger than life. Yes, this is 2019. Uh, we just saw Avengers Endgame. Hell, did you see what they can do with special effects? And it's a lot of the shit today. You can still have this big budget movie and the special effects just be shit. Well, I'm not saying Avengers Endgame had shit special effects that they didn't. What I'm saying is we've gotten to this point where these Disney remakes, we should be blowing shit out of the water. Shit should be looking incredible on screen. And it's a lot of these live action film remakes made by Disney that they're just no good. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. They just look really flat. The colors don't stick out. It doesn't look larger than life like I would want it to be or the way that I envision it to be. And uh, I don't know why, but they are doing. Let me see a second Maleficent movie called Mistress of Evil. I don't understand why we need a sequel to that. I don't know why they're trying to make us sympathize with Maleficent. <laughs> Maleficent is pure evil, but uh, whatever. I, I don't know. But like I said. Uh, from, from the picture stills that I've seen from Aladdin, the production stills, it looks colorful. It, it looks fun to watch, but talking to like maybe three or four of the people that I know that go to private screenings, they said it wasn't all that. I'm a little worried. Uh, same feeling that I get by seeing the Lion King trailer. I guess it's cool to see James Earl Jones back as Mufasa. Like who isn't excited? I'm disappointed in that because Jeremy Irons isn't coming back as Scar. So I'm like, uh, I don't know how to fucking feel about that. Uh, I think, yeah, Childish Gambino's Simba, grown Simba. Shout out to J. Cole. Um, <laughs> Beyonce's Nala. It's like an ensemble cast, but I'm worried now because the color palette in these films, I pay way too much attention to detail with films. So I'm going to criticize it off rip. I wish I could be one of those people that can just go and turn their brain off and watch a film, but I'm so invested. I'm pointing shit out here and there, like mistakes and like, bro, like what the fuck is that? Or why did they do this? That doesn't make any sense. I'm that type of moviegoer and I hate being that way sometimes. Now, I think June 21st, Pixar, Pixar and Disney's uh, Toy Story will be out. I'm going to be front and center watching Toy Story 4. I'm going to be that grown-ass person watching it. I've been watching Toy Story since age 7. Been obsessed with that whole fucking story, that whole world since I was age 7. So, I'm going to be there June 21st watching that movie. I don't care. Uh, if they do another Monsters Incorporated movie, I'm going to be front and center. But yeah, like I said, these live-action remakes made by disney i see what they're trying to do they have the budget for it we have the special effects and computer graphics to perfect these scenes that 
we've seen as children in the animated movies. And they're just like to bring them to to life just does not look good. Like the colors look flat and dead. It doesn't look like a world that I want to get lost into. I'm worried about Lion King. I'm damn sure not going to be the person in October saying, yo, fam, let's go peep that Maleficent movie. Fuck no. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm definitely not going to see that fucking movie. I didn't even go see Dumbo. I don't know if the fucking Dumbo movie was good or not. I didn't hear it from anybody. I heard not a peep from anyone talk about that Dumbo film. So, and Dumbo is one of my favorite Disney animated films. I... <laughs> I didn't waste my time trying to go see this live action version. So I, I don't know, man. I'm kind of worried. I'm upset. Cause I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, this Aladdin movie looks looks good. And I say it looks good because of what I saw in let me see where that teaser trailer is. The teaser trailer where they showed I think there's like two or three now, but it's the teaser trailer, the first one, where they showed the Cave of Wonders. And I was blown away. I said, yo, that shit looks fire. Okay, I'm definitely going to see that. But at the end of the day, when it comes to movies, opinions, you know, whether it be video games, music, movies is all subjective. And speaking about video games, I've finally sat down and played Kingdom Hearts 3. I hate that game. I hate Kingdom Hearts 3. They made us sit and wait damn near two decades to play this game. Almost two decades. And it was just so overwhelming to play. Uh, I, the different worlds were cool. I think the coolest thing about Kingdom Hearts 3 was the Big Hero 6 world. That was about it. Other than that, the story was just, it was way too much crammed in. It wasn't satisfying. Like you saw some characters from the past two Kingdom Hearts games. And even when they came back, it wasn't anything like it wasn't anything to get excited over. And like I said, I hate the game, but I'll tell you what game I am excited for that's coming out later this year is Ghost Recon. So <laughs> I'm definitely hyped about that. I want to see if they can do a new Rainbow Six game. I love Rainbow Six. That's one of my personal favorite games ever. But anyway, uh, that's enough nerd shit for me. And uh, real quick, let's see. London Drugs and Currency dropped a project called Umbrella Symphony last week. Pretty damn good project. And like I said, I'm a currency stand. But anyway, uh, one of my favorite songs off of this project is called Ghetto Gospel. Check it out. Niggas don't see shit. No peace treaty, believe me, some real street shit. Speak so fluid and bonding that old peace shit. Still got bitches that's hoeing, that's on me, pimp. Street life, thugging in the same fist as last night. But we ain't never tripping on mama as long as the cash right. You don't really want no problems, we do it on sight. Hop out the homies, be with it, don't take this shit light. Get off squeezing the semi like we'll do fights. Rent a car, drop it in Vegas, then take a cheap flight. Who 
Move right up to the airport and cop a red eye. A little getaway to get my mind right. Still the same nigga from the west side. And I can say I really done did it where the best eye. He shakes greet me when I land real gang ties. Ghetto gospel and hood lullabies. The bitch was stealing rollers, trying to bring them to the homies. She was danger zone roaming. I was on the porch smoking, eyes partially open, but your dog super focused. Jet, jet life, rolling with the dopest on some coast to coast shit. I know whoopers, I know locusts, cause it's hustlers all over. Dollar signs, what it's about on the road. I had these hoes, hundred thousand dollar Rolex in my dicky shirt, two buttons at the top. I got four switches in my rag top, smoke chamber. Once again, that's Ghetto Gospel by Currency and London Drugs off of their collection. Collaborative EP, Umbrella Symphony. You can get it on Apple Music and Spotify. So, uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Listen, I'm a huge Godzilla fanatic. I've been watching the Godzilla movie since I was a kid. The old, uh, <laughs> the really cheesy looking uh, Godzilla films from way back in the 60s. I was watching all of that. Now, you would think as I get older... Like, I'm like, all right, fam, like how many of these things we going to do? I understand that we got to make live action adaptations of the American version. Understood. I'm perfectly fine with that. But after we got the first Godzilla movie, it was it was OK. It was cool. I liked it. And I kept saying to myself, I'm like, yo, if this nigga's back does not light up in the middle of this fight, I'm walking out of the theater. Lo and behold. <laughs> lo and behold his back lit up and it's just like this explosive fire blast and i got excited so i'm like all right word now they announced king of the monsters i saw not one trailer and i did it on purpose i'm like all right i'm waiting till king of the monsters come out i want to be excited godzilla's in here of course rodon is in in the movie and fucking mothra like <laughs> they took the time to make Mothra and put him in the movie. And last but not least, the king himself, King Ghidorah. So I got super amped for it. So I didn't see any trailers. Avengers Endgame, I go see, of course. And I'm like, all right, let me see what the trailers are like. I got there super early so I wouldn't miss any trailers. So <laughs> the King of the Monsters started playing. And I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't want to see this trailer. I didn't want to see it. And it was the trailer where it's the trailer where King Ghidorah, I think is when they first reveal King Ghidorah, the ground breaks apart and everybody is just like looking at it in awe and his wings spread and everything. I'm like, fuck, I didn't want to see this shit. And I was mad because I really wanted to wait and be blown away when the film came out. But uh, regardless I'm going to see a private screening of this film. Let me see when uh, Friday I will be going Friday in Atlanta. And uh, is right after work. I'm driving to Atlanta. I get off at 1230 noon and I'm going to be driving my black ass to Atlanta. I'll get there. Let me see. One, two, three. It's like three and a half, four hours. Uh, the movie starts at like six, six thirty. Movie's over with. And I'll be driving all the way back to Savannah, Georgia late. So 
So I'm going to just be up all day and just I'm going to be running on fumes Saturday. I have to work Saturday. Unfortunately, I'm going to just be running on fumes. I can't get that day off, but I'll be all right because I'll be off by 1230 noon again. But anyway, uh, I can't wait to see this movie. It looks amazing. Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. Last time I saw that, I was like five or six years old and it looked cheesy as hell and terrible. I did manage to watch Godzilla versus King Ghidorah a few days ago. It's cool. I'm just that, you know, you know, I'm a nerd. I, I like shit like that still. I can get past that and just tolerate it. But truthfully, just sitting here and like, bro, that shit is corny. It looks bad. So to see this being brought to life and just the over the top special effects and the reveal of Rodon coming out of the volcano looks amazing too. Mothra, which Mothra is regarded as one of the cornier kaiju monsters. Mothra looks fucking cool in this movie. So I'm waiting to see what happens, man. I'm excited. But anyway, I'm going to cut it short here. Thank you for listening to episode 129 of the Social Introvert Podcast. Excuse me. Shout out to the usual suspects. 12 Kyle Podcast, Random Tandem, Conversation Carn Artist, Talk It Out, Reasonable Ignorance, Ignorant Philosophy, The John Effect Podcast, of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. And shout out to Carefree Black Nerd Podcast with Rain Coleman. Last but not least, shout out to our BYNK Radio website blog content creators, Jasmine Blue and Hakeem Skipwith. If you want to find me on social media, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Isid Davis. You can also follow the Instagram podcast page that's at the Social Introvert Podcast. And as well as Facebook, there is a Facebook page for the Social Introvert Podcast. Go hit that like and follow button. Send your thoughts. And it could be about anything. You got any questions? Send those emails to the Social Introvert Podcast at gmail.com. And until next week, guys, peace.
Radio.